what? She was like, oh, my friend just told me to listen to one of her albums. And then after that, I never touched music again. Okay, wait, like, <laughs> hold on. Who's, t- who's telling anyone? To- What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes today, my name is Tarun Adipali, and this is another <laughs> installment of Summer Sessions Season 2. Uh, so with Summer Sessions, we bring on a returning uh, guest with a new one. In that case, today, our returning guest is Emily, and we're joined by Bita as our new guest, and also one of the regular boys that's Haran. So, uh, Bita, since you're new, do you want to introduce yourself first, and then uh, we can go to Emily? Sure. Hi, I'm Bita. What kind of intro do you want me to get? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, where you're from, what you do, where you live, anything interesting, I'm fun fact. I'm from Virginia. I was born and raised in Virginia. That's where I met Emily, so I'm, that's why I'm here. And nice. I currently live in San Francisco in California. And what I do, I'm a product manager for Meta. Nice. nice. Very clean. I very like solid it. intro. That's a very good yeah, intro. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> very concise. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Emily, you want to be here? I'm excited. Oh, hello, everyone. For those who don't know me, my name is Emily. I am a friend of the boys and one of Bita's longtime friends from Virginia, I think. I think. Um, <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was born and raised in Colorado, but I currently live in Arlington, Virginia, and I am currently a consultant with IBM. Nice. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that pretty naturally segues into our first topic, which is, I have no idea like how you guys met. Like I know you met in high school, but I know nothing else about it, like how you became friends and whatnot. So is there any story there? Um, yeah, I can tell you my version of the story. <laughs> okay. oh Let's hear it, Emily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I remember is, so we met at Langley and Bita actually transferred over, I think, into my junior year. So I had also only been going to the school for like maybe a year. So I was still kind of like new. But my very first distinct memory of meeting Bita was like probably just like in the cafeteria like I think we just kind of like saw each other around like we had like similar friends and then one day it was either after school or in the morning I like found her in the library and I just sat next to her and I just told her my whole entire like boy <laughs> boy <laughs> like literally like unsolicited I was just like probably just like yo let me tell you and I just like I just, like, basically overshared, like, a shit ton of details. And Bita's like, man, this is a library. (laughs) 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 Like, there's a lot to unpack here. She she was definitely just, like, doing her homework and minding her own business. And I just, like, (laughs) popped out of nowhere. But ever since that, for some reason, she has still stayed my friend and listened to all my drama (laughs) for, like, the next seven years. (laughs) Very happy to still be here, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly don't remember that at all. I remember, like, distinctly (laughs) hanging out in the cafeteria and hanging out in the library. But I feel like when I think of high school, I just think of, like, being your friend. And I don't remember, like, the inception of it at all. But I just remember you being, like, also kind of new to the school. And I, you know, transferred out of TJ into Langley. And I was, like, just going through, like, such an emotional time. I was like, man, I need to start over. Like, I don't have any friends. Like, I need to find someone different like me. And I found Emily. So I was like, all right, this is pretty good. Well, that's hype for you, Emily, that you didn't remember the the inception of that. I was just different. 
I still don't get, oh, like, how yeah. did you just, that's so crazy to me. Because I also switched high schools and, like, for me to, like, approach someone new is just, like, terribly, like, difficult. Yeah. I remember literally one of the first days during lunch, I, like, didn't know where to sit because I didn't know anybody. So I literally was just, like, pacing back and forth in the hallway with, like, my sandwich for all of lunch. And mm-hmm. then I just went straight to <laughs> class. And I was like, wow, shit cannot stay the same. Like, I need to do something about this. <laughs> so very happy you approached me, Emily. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think my first day at, like, Langley, I also had the same issue where I couldn't figure out where to sit during lunch. Like, why is it such a common problem? Anyway, I'm pretty sure I, like, sat in the bathroom, like, at one point. I literally just sat in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> really sad, but it's okay. It'd be like that. <laughs> It'd be like that. It's daunting. Yeah. You, like, yeah. walk into the cafeteria. Yeah. It's literally just, like, 50 tables, and everyone just, like, turns and looks at who's coming into the door. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is too much for me. It's yeah. like a fucking movie. It's like, it's like they do yeah, the movies. straight like, up. Yeah. And when you transition halfway through, like, school, like, everyone already has their, like, cliques and their mm-hmm. squads. You just, like, show up. It's rough. Yeah, I remember my first, like, uh, lunch at my new school. I sat down. It was, like, at a table far away. There was, like, very little people on that table. So I kind of think I stuck out, like, a sore thumb because I also didn't get lunch because I was too afraid to, like, go into the line and, like, Aww. like <laughs> be near other people. <laughs> Uh, and then so I sat sad. down and then um, like halfway through the lunch or maybe it was like halfway through the week, um, a kid named Miles came up to me and he's like, hey, do you want to come like sit with me and my friends? And I was like, oh, bet. And I sat with them. But they're all like the popular white kids. And I've never felt more uncomfortable in my life. Like I think oh. I felt more comfortable like <laughs> sitting by myself than with them because I tried to make conversation with them. Uh, but it was just like so disjointed and I'd be like, oh, what are you guys eating? And like to try to like, you know, ins- like ins- start some sort of conversation. They just they just weren't having it because they're like, who is this outsider? He's not white. <laughs> well, nice of that guy to at least reach out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He turned out yeah. to be a yeah. dickhead though. Uh, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he was like mean to girls and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh. Nice guy to me though. Nice guy. Oh. Nice guy to you. We don't have that. We hate Miles. We hate Bye. Miles. <laughs> canceled yeah on that note i wanted to ask Haran if he remembers when we first met me and you oh yeah yeah. oh i remember that day i remember that day yeah so we were at uh was it the first day of classes i think yeah i guess first day of classes because you weren't you weren't there when we like hung out at night right yeah the night before i was hanging out with some high school friends yeah yeah yeah. so yeah the first day of classes at virginia tech um me tarun and helen and harsha yeah. Grab lunch at uh, Owen's dining hall. This won't mean anything to most people, but anyway, set, setting the scene. Um, but no, I thought I thought Tune was cool. I remember like after like he left, like it was just me and Helen just like sitting there and like we were just like, oh, so what do you think about that this new guy? Because like we knew Harsha from high school, but we didn't yeah. know Tune at all. Um, I feel like you made a pretty good impression. I remember like you were talking about shoes and stuff, and I was like, oh, look, I don't know anyone that cares about shoes <laughs> like this guy, like, this kid. <laughs> I think at that time, then I was yeah. time people started to actually do care about shoes. But um, mm. no, I, I think it was, it was it was chill. Like you, you fit right in immediately. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. That's very wholesome because I actually really don't remember talking. to Obviously, him. I really hated you when I first met you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really remember talking to him. The reason we're talking about shoes is because Helen complimented my Ultra Boost, and I was like, Aww. so like, oh my god, someone noticed that's hype. That I, I think I was just like mainly talking to Helen, and and you were there. Uh, yeah. as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> two types of friends one who remembers one who doesn't <laughs> i do remember <laughs> i do remember um 
Cause like Emily, like like kind of joined like at least our like friend group more like or at least I met her more like junior year, and like there's one time like we were at a party and like she was pretty drunk, and I was like I wasn't <laughs> drunk yet but I was getting drunk and then like Emily was like hey Ron like I feel like I don't really know you so then like she was like just telling me about her oh. life, and I was like oh this is nice, <laughs> and then she was like and then she started talking about like Langley and like how she like it was kind of like what she was saying before about like how like she was like new to the school and like she just felt kind of like alone at times and i was like oh my god this is so sad but that's when i felt like i really 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 met yeah. emily you know even though i like i talked to her a couple times before then but yeah well thank god <laughs> <laughs> emily's primary strategy oversharing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, that is definitely how I make friends. <laughs> it's good though. It shows that you're open and like it facilitates the conversation. So open. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Trin, do you have any funny impressions of Emily when you first met her? Funny oh, impressions God. of Emily? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't have any funny impressions. But like one of the first interactions I feel like I had with her was when we were. I think we were at like VSA Culture Show or like the uh, Indian Student Association <laughs> culture show and we left halfway with like it was like me Harsha Emily and a couple other people and went to go get Chick-fil-a and I think that's like the first time I talked to you um yeah <laughs> but I don't even know what we said really I think we we're just like around each other mm-hmm. yeah yeah then we start following each other on social media I yeah. think <laughs> I just knew you <laughs> as your Instagram with all like mm-hmm. the pictures I'm the only one that didn't get trauma dumped on let's go trauma dumped on <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Or so we think. We would never know. We would never know. We would never know. Oh my gosh. But yeah, speaking of, um, or I guess going back to that guy, Miles, who was mean to women. Um, do you guys have any high school beefs that you remember that were like, oh, holy nice. shit, this is crazy? Either between <laughs> yourselves or with other people. Or not even including you at all. Just a funny story. <laughs> Emily, do you want to go? Or? You can say whatever because realistically, no one's listening no, to I this anymore. No, I think you anyway. got it. No, hey, you hey, got hey. it. I already, I already talked. All right, that's fair. Um, good. so Emily and I. Oh, there's actually a story here. Let's go. I think, I think actually, there's like a lot we could possibly say. Oh my god. <laughs> there's so much. Okay, I don't know about beef, but do you remember that guy who would, like, randomly write you letters and just, like, drop them off in the cafeteria and, like, run away? Wait, what? Was, like, <laughs> like, it's, like, a flashbulb memory at this point. Like, he would just, like, scurry up to Emily and be like, this is for you. And then just, like, oh, God, what is this guy doing? And it was always, like, some love note, like, professing, like, I don't even know. It was just Oh, my much. God. Was, like, Wait, what was it? sought after in high school. Oh, this is like oh. repeated, but no. Emily, I'd love to hear what you remember of the situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I feel like it kind of like blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> um, the same guy still sometimes likes my Facebook photos. So. Oh. oh, God. Oh. That's her Wait, did you ever talk to him? I think like if anything, we were like friends. I had, I got, I was just like, because I was the new girl, I ended up befriending like a lot of just like random people. Mm-hmm. Him being one of them, as you do, yeah, as I do. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I'm not really sure like how it started, but it's like I definitely like I was like in a relationship, like I was dating someone else, and like mm-hmm. this guy was just 
very persistent about his feelings for me. I remember he gave me like I think he gave me like a rock or something. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the in- <laughs> like, like what kind of rock do you remember? I feel like it was like a heart shaped stone or something. Oh. I, I don't know what I did oh. to him. <laughs> Dude, man's no. chiseled out a whole heart from a rock. But <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um. No, but, like, the, the instance that Vita's talking about, I that's, like, the one thing I, like, distinctly remember. Like, me, Vita, and, like, the rest of our friends are just chilling in the cafeteria in the morning. <laughs> you know, we're, like, trying to do our homework and shit. Yeah. And he literally just, like, pulls up, like, slides it over, and then runs off. But the letter <laughs> was not actually a love letter. It was him, like, professing his love and also how angry he was that, like, I wouldn't like him back. <laughs> Oh. So oh, it was kind of like it was kind of like a, a breakup note, if you will, also because mm. he was basically just like, oh, like you don't like me back, like I'm, I hate you. And this is high school, so like, yeah, that's a but that was imagine getting that at like seven in the morning, like Jesus, <laughs> 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 I would ruin my whole day. <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, so you like but you, so I guess like you never really talked to him about all this or No, not about like his feelings, I guess. Yeah. If I did, I don't remember, but <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So sorry. So sorry guy dude. I know who we're bringing on for summer sessions next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Yeah, so that was the time. <laughs> Ron, do you have any stories? Any story about high school? Yeah. Like when you like delivered sh- love letters and whatnot? I've definitely given my fair share of letters of the sort, but not like that. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't bipolar letters, I guess I would say. Um yeah, I was a confused individual in high school. I'll leave it at that. But no like real drama involving me, I would say. Yeah. Well, you were pretty into the TJ like prom asking scene, right? Like you were pretty you- uh yeah yeah i mean like at, at tj like the askings were always like super like well they didn't have to be but i guess like i just saw other people like do like a lot and you're like oh i guess i should also level up so like mm-hmm. it felt like every asking <laughs> was super stressful um looking back at it now like i hate like how stressed out i would get before each asking even like because yeah. like, if you think about it, it's like it's so pointless because <laughs> like the girl that you're gonna ask already knows that they, she already knew you're gonna ask her like three months in advance yeah and like you already know like no matter even if you fuck it up like you like you're probably still like she'll probably still say yes so like it doesn't like the stakes are very low but yet like at the time it felt like a lot true yeah it is it's, it's whatever i guess it was fun to watch i would say there's yeah. some good asking mm-hmm. that song yeah Bro, I swear people pulled up like a Bollywood dance routine, like with like twenty dudes and like Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people were going crazy. What is this production? Not even not even just for like not even prom. Some people go crazy for like homecoming too. (laughs) Like I don't like prom proposals like a whole thing, but there was like homecoming proposal. I don't know. Like like they had that kind of level (laughs) stuff too. Uh, it was like a spectacle it was crazy yeah. Yeah. I remember there was like a Facebook page that would like take like record people asking and put them up on Facebook so other people could see them too yeah, like yeah. this is so extra <laughs> like just ask like, yeah. well to be oh fair gosh. I always tell her on but TJ kids were crazy on Facebook bro I think from whatever 2012 to 2016 all I saw on Facebook was just TJ kid bullshit Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah you have threes on Facebook still around today. Yeah. <laughs> we carried that shit on our backs. 
<laughs> yeah, no, we oh abused Facebook. We used every facet of Facebook, I would say. <laughs> yeah. No, Bita and I, Bita and I were on Facebook too much. I just like, I'm like remembering like all this repressed shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to the surface. <laughs> would you say high school had, like, if you're looking back, like, do you think high school had better memories than college or college had better memories than high school? Oh, I would say college for sure. <laughs> like, not even close. Yeah. Me too, yeah. I think it's tough for me. I, I think like really? their lows in high school were a lot lower, but um, mm. I feel like there were a lot of good memories in high school I look back on. But college, college was fun. I think like the only reason to like, I feel so cheated out of like senior year that like I kind of hate to look back on college. Mm. I feel like we missed out on like three, four months, but mm. for what it was, like it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, but I guess we, did we mention that you went to UVA, Bita? You didn't come to tech with us. Ah, uh, yes, I went to UVA. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I like the, the small rivalry. The small rivalry. <laughs> Just, you know, a minor rivalry. <laughs> How was that? Did you, did you enjoy your undergrad? I mean, yeah, your undergrad experience. It was all right. I feel like with big schools like UVA, and I don't know if you guys feel this way about tech, but it's like you can't really make a judgment on the whole school because you just like end up falling into smaller communities like based on your major or your friend group or whatever and then your entire experience is just colored by like that single group you know yeah, that's fair. and i think emily and i have both experiences and i'm sure you guys did too but like you have to make a lot of time to like find your groups because you end up falling into the wrong ones a couple times in college and there's just <laughs> so many people that it's like really hard to find like your group by the end but yeah um it was fun for what it was worth but yeah i think i could have like gone back and done it like 30 different ways so yeah i feel that i think that goes like kind of hand in hand with how i feel about high school where it's like freshman year because I, I i switched high schools after sophomore year so freshman year i was just trying to like figure out what the fuck was going on then sophomore year i finally started to make some semblance of like friends and be part of some groups and then i left and then that repeated <laughs> junior year and senior year and then i left <laughs> so I mean, I I felt like like, I com- it never felt like a complete experience yeah exactly it yeah. felt like two like middle schools i guess i don't know like yeah 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 it was just too short totally feel that yeah, yeah. Damn, true. We definitely bonded over that drunk at some point. <laughs> yeah, after Emily talked to me and like she could tell that I, I wasn't relating that much, she went straight to her. <laughs> so yeah, because I think that's why college is really important to me. It was like the first time I felt like I had like a solid group of friends, even if it was like not the right group for a while. Like um, it was really nice to just kind of have you know, like a squad or like people to fall back on. And obviously I got really lucky with finding clockwise as well. Um, But even with high school, like I got lucky with like having Bita stick with me throughout all these years because I literally (laughs) only talked to like two people, including Bita from high school. So it's it's nice to have friends that you grow with and keep along the way. Yeah. 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 Emily, you were in a sorority though. Like, did you, (laughs) did you make a lot of friends through that? I guess by that reaction, maybe you didn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just—I was doing what a lot of confused POCs go through sometimes, <laughs> where you kind of want to be like white for some reason. I don't even know if like I don't even describe it as that. I feel like maybe deep down, like I still kind of like felt that way, where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I still need to assimilate. But I guess, like, because I had grown up in very, like, diverse environments, for some reason, my brain was like, I need to be around white people. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it did seem like a good way to make more female friends. And, like, mm-hmm. it was 
mar- like advertised that way. It's just like funny because like when I went through that, like when I went through the recruitment process, like I think that actually changed my life because I used to be very quiet and shy, like much more shy than I am now. And like because mm-hmm. I went through that process, I like learned how to talk to people. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was, was like the only good thing that the sorority experience gave me. But in terms of making friends, like I actually like literally only befriended other people who are also like Asian or persons of color, which is kind of weird. Like that was like the first time I like actually noticed myself only gravitating towards people that I felt like I could relate to. And it was like Mm -hmm. such a weird like experience, I guess, to like kind of just watch that happen to myself. Um, and then, like, literally, like, all, of, like, the friends I made with anyone else, like, they it, they were all, like, super fake. And, like, yeah. I didn't like it. And definitely, like, my final straw was when I, like, <laughs> started. Yeah, like, my last straw was when I started to realize that, like, everyone was just very, like, narrow-minded and even, mm-hmm. like, you know, lacked culture. For- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, like, it was just, like, hard to, like, make friends because, like, I think I started to realize that, like, my culture was a really big part of who I am, and I think you all know that, and so Mm -hmm. when I couldn't, like, bring that up with people around me or, like, people who, like, claimed to be my friends, like, I was just, like, this sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck this. And I'm paying for it. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst part. That's how they really stick it to you. (laughs) What was the worst part about living in the sorority house? Was Was it ever, like, disgusting? Uh, honestly, like, sorority houses are definitely a lot cleaner than, like, frat houses, for sure. I put the very low bar, because, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, also because there's, like, a lot more rules. You can't party because of the patriarchy. Um, but I literally think the worst part was just, again, like, feeling like I couldn't be Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there was, like, one time I was, like, making ramen, and it wasn't just, like, the normal. It was probably, like, the shin ramen or, like, some, like, udon ramen, mm-hmm. yeah. not your normal marachan. And they were, like, oh, my God, what is that? And I was, like, it's ramen. And there's, like, this is, like, also, like, the year that Crazy Rich Asians came out, and, like, mm-hmm. we were just, like, talking about. And it was, like, I was always, like, listening really intently to the way that these girls would, like, talk about the movie, but I remember. Mm. one of the girls was like oh i didn't realize that asians could live in australia or what? like or like the dude UK. what there's like, so many yeah, asians in australia like, because like the, the main lead is like i think he's from like the uk or something she's like oh i didn't know asians could be there and i was like hello <laughs> <What> the fuck <laughs> yeah I think, I think the main guy is like i think he was like born in malaysia moved to like singapore or to move to like london or something but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i was just like <laughs> Like, do you think they just exist here and, like, China? (laughs) Like, what? It was whack. So I think that's what I hated the most. And, like, everyone Mm -hmm. would, like, gather in the living room to watch, like, The Bachelor. And, like, I thought that shit was so stupid. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, like, recently I went to go uh, watch Everything Everywhere all at once. And while we were leaving the movie theater, there were some, like, white people behind us. And they were like, oh, my God. Like, that was, like a lot and then but they said it in like a way that like made it seem like it was like a shit movie whereas like i think that's like one of the best movies i've seen in like the past like five to ten years (laughs) because they just don't understand it you know what i mean but um i guess i can't blame them too much they're just like this is the world they live in i guess they don't really communicate with people like us that often but anyway um bita i know you were in a dance group at uva how did that 
did that help you get in tune with your culture or anything like that? I was in a dance group. The issue was the dance group was like a Bollywood dance group and I'm not Indian. So I like had a similar experience where like going to UVA, I was like, oh my God, this is so white. Like it felt like language all over again. And what my like frame of reference was, was like what TJ was like. And I was like, all of my friends are brown and Asian. And I like liked it that way. Even mm-hmm. if I didn't have like Persian friends specifically. So when I got to UVA, I was like, I need to like put myself in all of the cultural groups. So like I did Trara, which is the dance team. Um, but then I just felt like I was outside, like an outsider again, but of like Mm. a minority culture. I was like, I still don't relate to you guys. Like Mm -hmm. they start speaking in like Hindi or like Telugu. I'm like, I just, I still don't get it. (laughs) So after a year, I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to, I like dancing, but I'm going to go do dancing like somewhere else. And I joined Mm -hmm. like Persian cultural club. And then that's where I started to feel a lot more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, not even a matter of like only hanging out with people who are like you, but it's like having a group that is like you so you feel comfortable being yourself in other groups too it's mm-hmm. like you're an insider somewhere so you feel comfortable in other places yeah that's a good point good take <laughs> it was fun for what it was it was yeah. fun yeah we like did some traveling and the like, competitions and stuff so it was mm. good where'd you travel cool. to you know nothing crazy we went, we went to jersey we went to south carolina mm-hmm. we had a performance at george mason we only did that one because we knew we would get first, so like minor like East Coast places mm-hmm. like that. Did you ever dance yeah. in Indonesia? Um, <laughs> I asked that because segue. <laughs> I asked that because Bita that's just a common a common question that that person would ask. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how did you know? <laughs> I did not dance in Indonesia, but I just got back from a two-week trip there, and that was a lot of fun. Where in Indonesia did you go? Uh, we spent a week in Jakarta, which is the capital, and then we spent a week in Denpasar, which is like the oh, major no. city in, in the Uh-oh. island of Bali. So um, we were doing like research on fintech, so we had like some meetings with like some major like companies there, and then we spent a week just kind of like fucking around and like, kind <laughs> nice of and stuff. So Oh, so it was like through work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facebook was like whining and dining us. We stayed at a Ritz. We stayed at like an intercontinental. Okay, that's crazy. Dude, the service was like nothing I've ever experienced. I like picked Mm -hmm. up a plate to start serving myself food during dinner. And I would have like three people like run at me and be like, can I help you? And they would like ask me to like take the plate so they can like serve for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I oh, can just yeah. do it. It's okay. It was like to the point of it being like oh a little uncomfortable. Gosh. I was like, oh my God. But yeah, it was really fun. It was, it was like one of those things that's like fun to experience once. That's crazy. Wow. I'm so jealous. Yeah, yeah me too. Should I start working for Facebook <laughs> for Meta? You can do it too. But yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, Jakarta was not as like touristy as mm-hmm. Bali, which I guess is expected. Yeah. But it was to the point where like we would walk around and people would like turn, like literally crank their necks to be like, who the hell are these people? Like, what are they doing in Jakarta? <laughs> there was this one point where we were just like doing all the touristy stuff that we could find. So we were at like some national monument. And then this like woman comes up with her baby to like one of the other PMs who are like on our trip. His name's Matt. And he's like, literally just like a regular white dude but she like walked up to him and she was like can you please hold my baby i want to take a picture for good luck and that was like all right (laughs) (laughs) and that happened like multiple times like people would come up and be like can i please take a picture of you and i was like this is something i've never experienced (laughs) holy shit you're celebrities yeah (laughs) damn bro all expenses paid trip and you got famous there like (laughs) (laughs) it goes back in five years it was like there's like posters are in jakarta like (laughs) 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 she's a star yeah. 
That's cool. I I've I've been to like an island in Indonesia, like a club med island, but like it, I haven't actually like I wanted to go like to see like actual Indonesia, but maybe at some point because I've been to like Malaysia and like I've had That's like it. Indonesian food there, um, and like the language is similar. So I feel like I'm sure the culture is definitely a little bit different, but like there's definitely some similarity similarities, and I'd like to explore it at some point, but. We'll That's see. really cool. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of Southeast Asia, specifically like the islands, are pretty similar. Yeah. Karan, you're going back soon, right? Yeah, I'm going to Malaysia next week, actually. Yeah. Oh, That's cool. Yeah. I guess quick background for the podcast. And I'm not sure if everyone here knows, but uh, I'm originally from Singapore. Um, but if you're born in Singapore, you have to join the army for two years. I like, went to turn 18, um, which I didn't. Uh, I said I went to college here in the U.S. Um, and since I didn't, I'm technically not allowed to go back to the country ever. Um, so the alternative is I have family in Malaysia. So like whenever my like family wants to go to Singapore, I just go to Malaysia. And then like they meet they meet with me in Malaysia later. Um, so it's not ideal. But I mean, Malaysia, like in terms of like food, it's literally pretty much the same. If not more options in Malaysia. Uh, the only problem is like I have some family members in Singapore that like don't really travel out of the country. So. Mm-hmm. can't really see them but wow yeah not not that's a, crazy yeah good thing you can still get migo rang though i can still get migo <laughs> rang that is true yeah <laughs> um yeah that's my fun fact whenever i introduce myself to people like i'm an, I'm an international fugitive and then they walk <laughs> and, they, and then they quickly walk away <laughs> <laughs> when like say say in a few years like you just like win the lottery right you like money's not an issue no more right yeah yeah um but like you really want to like get into shape would you go back and like because like two years there you know, i, I literally they won't accept me though like, they'll probably send me to jail oh oh the straight to jail yeah oh okay well what if you do like an uncle iroh like character arc where you go to jail and you just become huge <laughs> and you eat like one bite of an apple and you break out <laughs> then what was the point i could have just not gone <laughs> but then you won't have the drive to do as many like push-ups and shit <laughs> Not making a great case for this. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it fell apart after I realized it was uh, in prison. Yeah, but actually, uh, I was recently in Vancouver, and when we were there, we we're talking to a family friend, and uh, they like they know like a family member um, that their son also similar similar situation to me, like where he was born in Singapore and then moved uh, to Canada when he was like one or two. Um, but he managed to like they managed to appeal to the government like a couple years back, and he recently went back with no problems. Um, so we're gonna like we're gonna write a letter to the government and send it and like i don't know just see if it works we don't know mm-hmm. the thing is like i could just go to singapore and they could just be like they could just tell me like it's all okay and then i go there and they just fuck me over right like i don't know like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's like you're just putting your trust uh yeah. i don't know they like bait you into the country <laughs> yeah they could honestly so <laughs> <laughs> honestly once they once they see you i'm thinking they're just gonna be like ah no we don't need him look at him that's crazy though why would they just like what's the point of putting you in jail for two years like if they don't like utilize you for the like the military or anything anyway right i think it's just like a it's just a principle yeah i think it's just point of principle like i think like singapore is pretty strict with their laws yeah usually yeah what does their military do like they're just such a small island i guess i know right like like, they don't need that much protection yeah i like don't know where they go (laughs) like literally i guess like the only way they would get attacked aside from like the like the water surrounding them would just be like malaysia because that's the only land that is attached to them but like i don't think that would ever happen so it's just like what Mm -hmm. why are they so worried i don't know i think it's like 
I think like the this the the army there is like meant to like build like camaraderie amongst like the young men in the country and like mm. build like a sense of nationalism mm. kind of. Um, I'm assuming. So like it it means I think it means more when you're there, like you're living there. But like for me, yeah. it would have made no sense to go back, serve two years, and then come back to the states because it's like I'm not really getting. I mean, like I'm sure like I would have gotten like a good mindset and like I'm sure I'd have been like pretty like muscular i don't know like i've been a good like physical i've been in a good physical shape but like in terms of like me coming back i would just be like two years behind all my friends and i would just feel kind of weird it would be like high school for some of you guys over there, <laughs> i guess <laughs> gotta yeah. make new friends in the army <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we'll take an ad break welcome back from the ad um you know beta was like sharing some of the conversation for a while you know emily's been kind of quiet if you ask me you know yeah yeah that's right i said it we all we all were thinking it right but i said it okay um (laughs) but something i've noticed over the past year while i was uh in california and looking at instagram was emily was going to a bunch of these concerts um Just uh, not these concerts. I don't want to say these concerts. You've been going to a bunch of concerts. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, as a person that likes to go to concerts but haven't been to many, um, I just wanted to hear your experiences and which are the best ones you've been to in the past year? What, like, what, oh which one stood gosh. out? Oh my gosh. I'm not going to lie. I like kind of forgot that I did that. Like, it's a fever dream. Because I literally never went to concerts before college. Like, I guess mm-hmm. I kind of just like went to ones that were like at school so yeah, yeah, yeah. this past year like honestly Vince it's Vincent's fault he changed me but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah in terms of like the best concerts I've gone to so I like this artist called named Jeremy Zucker um I'm sure you guys probably heard of him and I guess like it was just like a really cool concert to me because like I went with my brother and like he's like a huge fan of Jeremy so he was like screaming all of his songs um I just like really liked his energy and like I think like what I didn't realize I liked a lot about going to or like what I guess I didn't realize I liked about music and what made me want to go to more concerts is I love seeing people play instruments specifically the guitar and I love seeing them like you know freak out and like shred the guitar Mm -hmm. and like I just love seeing all that in person and so it was really cool to just hear all of like Jeremy's music live and I also just really like when artists do like some things different with their songs when Mm -hmm. they like perform it live. So they'll have like different riffs and like runs and like, it's just like really nice. But I guess like also for Jeremy, um, he has like this song that I listened to a lot in college. It's called like, good good to me good for you it's with like Chelsea color, but it's like, it's kind of like a sad song and, or no, it's called like good to me. And during quarantine like when COVID hit and I I used to take like walks to campus and I would like walk around campus and do like a sad girl walk and on the last one I did that song played and it's like basically says like oh like you were good to me and so I was literally like oh my god so he played that at his concert I started like sobbing (laughs) and so like a lot of the concerts experiences that I've had that I've really enjoyed are ones that like have really just like hit me because like I like really like the artist's music and like their music like meant something to me Mm -hmm. and so 
another really good one that I went to. I can't believe I like didn't put this one first, but I saw Umi. Yeah, but yeah, um, that, that was my guess for your favorite. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I like definitely just blinked out. That's my best one. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Umi is my best one. She and told such a heartfelt me. story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I have another one. Yeah, okay. Umi. Oh my god, I like. I feel like I just like discovered her randomly somehow to like her like like original singles just like popped up on my Spotify and like she had this like really sad song that I listened to all the time. So uh, when I went to her concert, like Vincent and I had VIP early access. So we were literally like the second row from the stage Whoa. and I held her hand. That's like, the most beautiful thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> um and she sang the song, and I cried to that, too. So lots of crying at concerts. But um, I guess, like, a story about Umi is we were in, like, the second row, and we were actually there with, like, a, a friend that we knew. And there are these, like, two girls that literally, like, use their knowledge of BTS. Like, they, like, talk to my friend about, like, knowing BTS, like, literally out of nowhere. And, because and like, because of that, they're like, oh, my God, like, who's your ultimate bias like who's your favorite bts person and they use that as a reason to cut right in front of me and just like stay <gasps> there <laughs> and then like Damn. their other friends kept trying to find ways to like cut up in front of them too um it was like really annoying and like and one you of her punched her over dude i really wanted to <laughs> umi, is about, umi is about good vibes so i was like mm-hmm. i was like oh I can't um, but like yeah like she had a friend who like would come over and was like and she like would audibly say oh my god like do you have the phone charger i need to charge my phone and then she would just like stand there and like i swear she wasn't charging her phone <laughs> and then this girl next to me was like are you gonna keep staying there and she's like oh yeah like i need to just charge my phone but like once it starts i'll like pull you in and i was so annoyed uh. but all that matters is that umi reached over them to touch my hand hey. let's go let's go that's, that's she could matters. sense she could sense the bad vibes coming out of her right? exactly <laughs> and they record they were like recording on their phone the whole entire time and like mm-hmm. i just feel like if you're in the front like you should like take some be in the moment like, yeah yeah be in the moment yeah and so like they were literally right in front of the stage and i was like you're just gonna record the whole time but that's has the point. That was definitely my best. Yeah, how did you record the whole time but still near the phone charger? That's crazy. That's a really good battery. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any uh, future concerts planned in the, the re- like coming months or? Yeah. Um, so, actually, in August, I'm going up to New York to see Joe Hisaishi. Um, he is the composer for all the Studio Ghibli movies, <gasps> and so, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm probably gonna cry to that too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, I don't think our seats are that great, but like, just being able to be there and like hear him like compose or like do all the composing like live, like I'm literally gonna freak out. Um, so that's coming up, and then I have like some in September. I'm going to see this like singer songwriter artist called like named Lizzie McElpine. She was just like really cool acoustic guitar stuff. And if you know me, like that's literally what I like to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like Nikki, who's part of 88 Rising. And then I think in October, I'm seeing Joji. That would be, be fun. A... Yeah. Damn, bro, what's my brother. Li- that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's a great lineup. What? I agree. Yeah. So. Lots of music. Would definitely recommend seeing concerts live. Like, it's just good energy. Yeah. And when you hear favorite songs, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any lined up, Vita? 
Um, not as of now. I'm trying to go to my first festival still. I haven't been to any. And oh, you know what? Uh, dance is like literally in yeah, my backyard. I was to, so I was about to say, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. I'm going to go on Sunday, I think, but I haven't bought tickets yet. Um, but yeah, I went to a couple concerts in San Francisco so, so far. I feel like it's really easy to get cheap tickets just because mm-hmm. there's like so many concert venues and they just kind of like roll through every once in a while and you can just like snag one for 40 bucks. Yeah. But I haven't been to like an amazing experience yet. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to OSL. What about you, Ron? Have you been to any in the area? Uh, I didn't go to any concerts and uh, there was one that I wanted to go, to, but I didn't know anyone that knew the band. So I didn't go. It's like this, uh, Indian, oh. like R and B kind of pop kind of group, uh, out of base out of North Carolina. Um, oh, and they were like, it was like the first time. West in the state. Oh, yeah. I'll say their name. Oh, wait, you mm. saw that? No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I wish I did. Oh, <laughs> you should have gone alone, man. I could have. I really could. I really could have gone alone. Um, but I really like their music. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's the first time touring, so it'd been like really cool to like go see him. But uh, I'm sure like they'll be going tours, more tours in the future. The last, I mean, the the concert that like probably the biggest impact on me was I think like probably my first ever concert, which was Coldplay. But I, I went to Philadelphia like in 2016 now, um, oh, wow. and like I still think back to that concert because Coldplay is like one of my favorite bands um, of all time. And I got a concert; they perform like all their like hit. I mean, they have so many hit songs, but they perform like all their hit songs over the years, um, and just like just being there and it was like such a nice day and it was like right at night and like the weather was nice and it was like a nice outdoor stadium yeah that's like a really high bar because like i think that was my first concert and i was like holy mm-hmm. shit concerts are amazing and then i've been to like some okay <laughs> ones since but <laughs> um that one i think was definitely my favorite so like the far. beyonce concert you went with bavana too no that was a good concert too oh, um okay. but <laughs> yeah. like Not like beyonce. Bavana, i mean oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say no, we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think what other ones. Yeah, the other one that stood out was uh, this uh, indie band from Australia. Um, I went. It's called Last Dinosaurs. They're like a um, yeah. I think they're they started. They've been making music since like twenty twelve ish, but they're touring in the U.S. like three years ago now. Um, and they grew up in D.C. So me and my sister went to that, and like that one was like the first like small venue concert I've been to, and that was a lot of fun too. Um, Cause I guess I was only really used to like big crowds, but this one was like a small crowd and like everyone like really knew their music well. So like, it was just like kind of cool to just be like in the moment with all these people yeah. that I didn't know. Um, but I was like talking nice. to them and like people were saying like, oh yeah, I've been following them around for like six different venues now. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> How do you have the time to just be following a band around? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And I thought I was a big fan. That's when I realized there's levels. To, to following these yeah. small places, these small bands, but yeah, yeah, honestly, when do you guys think you had like your music glow ups? Like, I feel like there's a certain point mm. where you're just like listening to what everyone else is listening to, and then you like hit like a year or a couple years where you're like, damn, like I have my own music, <laughs> and you start getting <laughs> into like other shit. I think for me, I think my music taste glowed down, honestly. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least you're honest about it. <laughs> like, um middle school like early high school um i would listen to a lot of what my brother listened to which was like Coldplay, breaking benjamin one republic the fray the script um <laughs> I, I don't even know like what genre necessarily that is i guess that's like, a that's pop- some sad boy stuff especially Coldplay and one republic yeah. I, I i used to like mm-hmm. like on the on the bus ride to school i because this was be- before i had like an iphone and like a big playlist or anything like that um i had like i don't know like 50 something songs on my on my phone and it would go through the same 
like rotation every day, right? And I would go to sleep with my head against the window. And based on the song that was playing, I could wake myself up to where when we just got to school. Whoa. It was like the most insane. That's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, then after that, oh, that's when I used to use like Pandora and shit, bro. I was say, yeah, I was say, I remember you, remember you, just told, oh I remember you told me you used to be a Pandora yeah. boy. The OG recommender. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, so dog shit now. I, I I went back to it recently. So weird. It's it's terrible. <laughs> Don't use it ever. I'm sure no one does really. I'm I'm sure it's like basically done for. But anyway, it's like buried. Yeah. 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 Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah. So back then I used to listen to all that type of stuff. And then um, later in high school, because like my friends and stuff, I think a lot uh, listen to a lot more like hip hop R and B, which I like. But I think at this point, like that's still like mostly what I listen to, and I just. I'm so tired of it. And also a lot of the time that I used to like listen to music was like commuting, like whether going to class or like mm-hmm. doing a lot more homework mm-hmm. or, or driving or whatever. And I don't really do a lot of that anymore. Um, so I guess I don't like have the, it's not that I don't have the time, but I just don't have like the opportunity yeah. to re- like branch out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. You said that. Cause I just like took it for granted that everyone listens to music like all the time. And then I met, like, one of my current roommates who lives with me. And she just, like, straight up doesn't listen to music. And she was like, I don't get it. Like, when do you have time to listen to music? I'm like, you're kidding. Like, pull up your Spotify rapper. Let me see what you have. It was, like, collective the entire year was 500 minutes. And the top artist was Carly Rae Jepsen. No. I'm like, there's no, no way. No. I'm like, what? She was like, oh, my friend just told me to listen to one of her albums. And then after that, I never touched music again. Okay, wait. Like, Hold on. <laughs> Who's, who's telling anyone that would be such, to be such a fire album review I know <laughs> I, I saw what who listened to this album and I never listened to music ever again for the rest of the year <laughs> no but I think she was saying the same thing she was like I just don't have the opportunity to like if I'm on a run I'm listening to podcasts and she works from home so she doesn't have a commute so she's like I just don't get when you listen to music and it just like shifted my whole world view I was like what like, how does she just like live without music Oh my god, I'm sorry, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Different lifestyle, I guess. No, I, I was like, I think in high school, there. I think 50% of high school I had my headphones in, like if I like wasn't in class, like just like walking around, I always had, I was mm-hmm. always in music. Yeah. I love music, like probably like my whole life. Um, but I think like I started to like, because I, I used Spotify from like from the get-go, like in like middle school. But even then, I was still like just like listening mm-hmm. to the pop music. But I think like by freshman year, I started like re- that's when I re- met like indie music, you know. I, and then like I branched mm-hmm. out into like R and B from there, and like house music, EDM music. But I think like, yeah, high school, I think is when I listened to the most. And in college, I didn't listen to like I feel like nowadays I don't really, I like still like rely on my like, my playlist because I have so many. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've done a pretty poor job of like adding to them. I think I need to like start exploring more. Cause like especially like I think indie music is my favorite, but like I feel like indie music pop, like peaked in like high school, middle school, our time, and like it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like on the downturn now. At least that's how I feel. Um, so it's like kind of sad for me to like go try to find new music because it doesn't hit the same anymore. But R and B is still like I think as good as ever. So like that's like kind of like what I listen to more now. I feel like I had the wackest like I don't even know if I glowed up or glowed down. I just have like. <laughs> I feel like I just like listen to everything mm-hmm. because when I was in middle school, I literally like that's when my K-pop phase started. I was like <laughs> ahead of the trend, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Cause like when I was growing up, like I just I I feel like I listened to a lot of like random stuff on YouTube and like K-pop. Mm-hmm. And then when I got 
to middle school, I would like kind of like hear stuff on the radio, like all like the basic pop stuff, um, like Justin Bieber. <laughs> and then, but like, but I was never like a, a believer because I had like all this K-pop stuff that yeah. I like liked more. And then when I got to high school, something like shifted and I only listened to indie music. <laughs> By indie, it was just probably like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sheeran and like a few like other things that like now when I think back it's like still very basic it's like Arctic Monkeys like the mm-hmm. 1975 like every like all the basic Tumblr girl stuff yeah and then like Relatable. I like was like I thought I was so different because I only listened to indie music and then one day I like kind of started listening to trap and like rap <laughs> and that like I guess like that kind of like slowly segued into college into kind of like R&B and just like still like back to my indie roots but i think that's kind of like where i am now where i just listen to a lot of like indie alternative and like r&b but something that i've been thinking about lately i feel like i talked with someone is like it you guys are right like it's i feel like it's so hard to like discover music now because we don't commute we don't really like sit in the car and like do much that like does that and like i feel like when we were younger a lot of the stuff we heard was like through the radio mm-hmm. or like yeah from like older <clears throat> siblings friends and now i feel like everything is like through tiktok <laughs> like that's, that's so literally true. like the only way i like hear new songs and like it also happens when i like least expect it like it's just like it'll be playing and i don't realize the song is like in my brain but mm-hmm. then i just like know the song yeah. yeah and then when i hear it through spotify i'm like damn it it's a tiktok song <laughs> <laughs> like so it's just like crazy to me how like we kind of like discover music now it's like a lot different mm-hmm. yeah than like when we were in middle school sure and something about like finding a tiktok song on spotify makes it like lower value and i don't know why like as soon as <laughs> yeah. i find out yeah, yeah, a tiktok yeah. song i'm like <laughs> shit skip like even if i really yeah. like the song <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so sad i watched like this twitch streamer and like he didn't like use tiktok that much but like whenever like a tiktok like he just played like spotify playlist but then like if he played the tiktok song like Someone in the chat would be like, the chat would just ban like TikTok song, TikTok song, and this primo gets like so fucking mad. He's like, I don't use TikTok. Like, <laughs> the cow was like, it would be like, he'd be playing like an old school playlist and it'd be like, oh, like Promiscuous Girl or something. And then it would be like, it would be like TikTok song. He's like, how the fuck oh, is the TikTok no. song? He's like, this song was big when I was a kid. Oh like, what God. the hell do you mean the TikTok song? No, but that's like, that's so true though. Like, that's how like, I think Dreams by Fleetwood Mac became big. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the TikTok of the guy. And then everyone was like, oh my God, this is like so incredible. And I was like, <laughs> This song been for like 40 years, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Actually, I saw a TikTok gosh. today where the kid Leroy, he's doing a Rocketeer uh, like sample. Mm-hmm. And the first comment was like, bro, I'm definitely getting real old now. Like they're sampling Rocketeer already. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't feel like an old song at all. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. Dude, Rocketeer is like 10 years old now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Old, yeah. That's a fire song. Yeah. It is great 20, song. What was that? <laughs> 2010. Ugh. Great pop music. I also feel like nowadays with music, there's just like so many more like layers to it. Like if you listen to mm-hmm. old music versus now, there's like now there's like beat switches, like 15 different people, like ad libs, this, that, and the <laughs> other. And then like on TikTok, they pick like the best beat drop portion or whatever, whatever, like that like syncs to music. So it's like fast cuts and like whatever. And like it's just like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I hated Jack Harlow's like one song because of the way TikTok like 
just like it was like the glamorous sample yeah. first but class then when i actually went to yeah but then when i went to go listen to his album i was like oh dude he actually, wasn't like, even isn't bad <laughs> he wasn't even trying on that song like yeah. he i no, think he he, he he had the hook and then like if you listen to the whole song he's like half of it's just like him like oh like, oh. yeah, and like he would just like say like a one line and be like oh <laughs> and I'm, like, it's just like it's just like him he's just buying himself time till it comes back in he's like okay there we go <laughs> yeah yeah oh i saw him in concert and i was like not super impressed and it made me so upset because i thought it would be amazing and it was just like he would just like play a bunch of old shit too because i think everyone only knows like glamorous mm-hmm. and like some of the new stuff that he made and he'd like keep yeah. playing these super old songs and be like, "Yeah, if you're a real one, you'll know this." And like the whole place was like dead silent. I'm like, "No one's a real one. Just play the ones <laughs> that you know and be like, like that's it." <laughs> that's so sad. Actually. Yeah, because you think like if you actually like him, then you would go back and like listen to some of his other stuff. But I that's guess they true. don't. They just like TikTok him because a lot of them are simps now as well, right? Especially for like Jack Harlow is like the new white guy to simp for. Mm. Yeah. Simp material. Funny that you I mentioned that too. It's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, because. So we we were doing uh, some talking and uh, so when I was in I was in uh, SF this question was posed to me in terms of females uh, we might hit the females first but uh, females second but we're gonna do the male artists first essentially um, we had like a list of like a bunch of male artists um, based on attractiveness and music quality um, uh, Jack Hall was on the preliminary list but he was eliminated actually before this episode so I guess that's good based on what we're talking about right now but anyway. What, what it's going to be is I'm going to list out five artists, five male artists, um, and you two are going to rank them both on attractiveness and music quality. Oh, this is fun. Um, sep- sep- separately. Okay. Uh, okay. So the, okay. List that I, the list that we've come up with was Bad Bunny, Drake, Zayn, ASAP Rocky, and Justin Timberlake. Oh, God. I feel like I need to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> you want okay. to text it in the chat. <laughs> Honestly. Should we do, should we do, um, so attractiveness and music quality is separately? Yeah, yeah, yeah so separately. We can do attractiveness okay. first. Oh God, I feel like I haven't listened to like enough music by each of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the, you can do it based on what you know. Who was the third was guy? Was it Zane, Bad Bunny, Drake? Bad Bunny? Zane, yeah. JT. Oh, what was this the fourth is hard. Zane, Bad Just Bunny, Jim, Justin Timberlake, Drake, ASAP. Drake, Rocky, ASAP, yeah. I think I have my list for attractiveness. That was quick, okay. <laughs> well, I think Zane first for sure, bro. That man's chiseled as hell, bro. Have you seen his jawline? <laughs> I swear it's like it's fucking like perfectly like I don't know, like parallel or perpendicular to his like nose like angle. It's crazy, man. That man was crafted by God. He's just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's beautiful. I was never a one directioner, but if I were, Zane would be my top mm, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. Um and then I think it has to go ASAP Rocky next. And then, uh, I I think Drake. Wait, are we doing attractive? Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, Emily's questioning. Emily's questioning. Like, Hold on, wait. I have to look wrong. up a picture of this. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't you lo- didn't you guys love when Drake had a heart in his hair? That was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was never a Drake person. I was saying Drake so. when Drake got the beard, like it was definitely an upgrade on this look. I would say I think he was, he's better with the beard. That's true. Mm-hmm. He looked. He looks more mature. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really ba- like Bad Bunny, actually. So uh, I guess I'll just do, go Drake, <laughs> JT, and Bad Bunny. Because Bad Bunny looks kind of all right. Oh, my God. I think Bad Bunny is attractive. I think Bad Bunny he's is a good-looking dude. He's a pretty man. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a, like a good-looking dude. But, like, he's just not my type, you know? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Drew. <laughs> I see. See, you're only you're only into older men like like Drake <laughs> and JT. <laughs> What's your list, Emily? Yeah, that man's got flamed. <laughs> My list. I definitely put Zayn at the top. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm like struggling because I do think Bad Bunny's attractive, but like I know ASAP Rocky more. Mm-hmm. So it'd probably be ASAP Rocky and then Bad Bunny and then Drake and then Justin. Why do you guys hate Justin? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm about I to say, I'll, I'll say Justin Timberlake was, Justin Timberlake was higher in my list. I need to look up Justin Timberlake Prime, actually. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go next. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine is Zayn, ASAP, Justin Timberlake, um, ASAP Rocky, Drake. Interesting. Damn, ASAP yeah, Rocky fourth? That's crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a hot take. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was like a toss-up with ASAP and Bad Bunny. But, you yeah. know. He's not his type. <laughs> okay, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a bad thing. <laughs> Why is that labeled the prime of Justin Timberlake? (laughs) (laughs) No, he got like roasted for something in the water. And I think that's why I'm like biased because I just think he's a meme now. Um, Yeah. Sorry, JT. You had your time. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, he's still popping off though, Loki. He still comes out with stuff, which is pretty crazy. He does? Yeah, every once in a while, I feel like he features on stuff or, or something like that, or, mm. or helps with production, I think. All right, Beta, you got your list? Yeah, I would say number one, Zane. Number two, I'd say ASAP. Then number three, probably Bad Bunny. And then JT and then Drake. I, for whatever reason, Drake is like such a turnoff to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> 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 and I think the fact that people really like him, like the more someone expresses they like Drake, the more I dislike him, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's fair. That's but fair. No one, no one simps for Drake, though, right? Well, I think I, the I people do. People simp for Drake. Really? I mean, I don't. But I, I don't know, man. When Drake, when Drake was at DC and he said, "Where my DC girls at?" I heard some crazy <laughs> <laughs> screams from these girls out there, bro. <laughs> Including Helen, who's standing right next to me. She was going, she was going crazy. <laughs> I forgot Helen was crazy. Called out, yeah. Aubrey. Oh my god. All right, so now I guess we have to do it for musically talented yeah musically is gonna be tough man. yeah oh yeah i feel like i'm lacking knowledge but i'll do my best <laughs> i i didn't think about musically or yet wait i don't like know bad bunny's music that much yeah i just know he's <laughs> yeah, like I mean, really definitely listen to his good. definitely listen to his new album if you haven't yet yeah. so good okay good. okay so okay. my list may be controversial but i think it's <laughs> right drake, <laughs> drake first jt asap rocky bad bunny zane so let me uh, give my a little bit of reasoning. Ooh. Drake has been in the game for what now, like twelve years at least. Nah, More? Drake's a go, man. Drake, yeah, Drake's he's, a he's goaded, man. He's still coming out with stuff that like I listen to. Like his new album. You're saying that I'll, new album I'll, was I'll good, really? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Don't don't put words in my mouth. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Speak for yourself, sir. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I was gonna say like. Like, even though on his new album, there's probably only, like, two or three songs that I like max. Like, he's still coming out with stuff that I that I listen to, like, actively. Mm. Um, and then JT, I feel like there's a lot of songs that I'm able to, like, go back to and listen to. Like, one that I go back to often is Carry Out. Because that was just a funny mm. song, but it's really good. 
Also, Timberland <laughs> is on it. Timberland production is unreal. Um, yeah, facts. So, JT. Then ASAP Rocky, I think I listened to him the most out of the rest of them. And, yeah, I think I think it just has, like, a cool swagger in his music. Um, and then Bad Bunny, I just feel like objectively, even though I don't listen to a lot of Latin music, I think anytime I do listen to Latin music, it's him and I like it. So, yeah, it probably has to be him. And then Zane, I, I really, I don't, does, did he even release music, uh, like, individually apart from One Direction? I don't even know. So he's Yeah, just he did, he it. did, he did. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm going to have to send you some stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a little harsh, man. There's only one brown yeah. boy on the block, and that's Nav, okay? Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, Drake looks at number one for me. Uh, just totality of all his work yeah, combined. There, there, there's been some misses. I'm, I won't lie. Um, but uh, yeah, I think just for everything he's released over the like, well, like he's been in the game since 2008. It's like 14 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, then I would probably go Justin Timberlake as well. Just like, just growing up, I feel like he had so many bangers. Um, for something, I have a very vivid memory of me, like, in a hotel watching, like, Sexy Back, like, the music video in, like, the hotel room. And I was like, I don't think I should be watching oh. this. That's a good song, though. Anyway, uh, and then, see, I, I have I have a pickle with ASAP Rocky because I like his music. I, I like his music, but, like, I feel like he hasn't, well, one, he hasn't released enough That's for, like, how long he's been out. And uh, two... I mean, like, Long Live ASAP is a really good album, but I feel like the album since then have, like, kind of gone down in quality, in my, in my opinion. Like, there's been some good songs in the albums afterward, but, like, that album was really good, and then it kind of was, like, okay albums after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of potential there, but he just doesn't release that much music. And based on recency bias, I think I might put Bad Bunny above him. Also, Bad Bunny's fucking massive. Huge. <laughs> like, right now. He's huge right now. Huge. Um, so I think I'll put him third. And then ASAP Rocky, and then Zane. I like Zane a lot. I like Zane has a really good voice. Like I've heard some of his singles, um, and it's good. But I guess it's more on me because I haven't listened to a lot of his music. But I feel bad putting him there because I, I know he's a good singer. <laughs> Emily, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think the way that I'm rating this is very differently from you guys. Like I am definitely doing it based on like how talented I think they are. Okay, that, that's fair. Like, that's fair. Their, their voice and also it's kind of influenced by like how often I listen to their music too. So I would put Zayn first because I do think his voice is really good and he's really talented. Like the reason I liked him was because when he was on that One Direction song, You and I, he hits that falsetto and that's when I knew. I was like, oh my God. Shot him straight to verse. <laughs> that top. one note. Yeah. One falsetto. <laughs> and like, I, I wish he would make more music, but like, I didn't like listen to his like one album like that religiously, but like I did like it. And there's definitely a few songs by him that I enjoy because like he's got that like smooth like R&B voice. But also, I, have, like, I have a question. Really Do you, nice are you prefer Zane over Harry Styles like solo careers or what are you, which which one do you like it's better? Oh, uh, that's so hard. <laughs> I would actually pick Harry Styles though because like I I think like he wears skirts. I know, he has like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> we love harry styles um i think he's also really talented and like i also like his music and like he has i think more range of things that i like but like it, it's hard because like i do think they're both talented but like they are in different genres of music so mm-hmm. okay but now i'll compare it to the who's the one that really stripped that down for me what song who was that liam Payne? 
Oh god. Um, <laughs> I have like I've seen the TikToks of him doing it at fucking Macy's so many times. I'm, like, Macy's? So confused. Yeah, like girls will like apparently like line up for him to do his little Macy's concert and like the biggest thing he does is he jumps. He just jumps and all the girls start screaming. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Again, I wasn't like a one directioner, but I think of like all of them and like their single or like their solo stuff liam is like the worst like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his music is shit <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the one that needed the boys back Honestly. like he, like the other ones yeah. like, could have gone without him but he also, yeah. he's been recently yeah. like, talking a lot of shit about the other guys like especially really singing, think, right so yeah i think it's yeah. stay relevant you know yeah that's fair okay but also it's on like what logan paul's like podcast yeah right? my boy isn't it yeah so like <laughs> no <laughs> that tells me everything i need to know <laughs> But no, I think, like, yeah, Harry is a lot more work. So in that respect, I would, like, choose him. Yeah. Harry was also on the preliminary him. list. I feel like maybe we could have kept him. But I felt weird having two direction. <laughs> I felt weird having two One Direction members on. Yeah. I think they were sure. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but after Zane, I would put Justin Timberlake, actually, because I do think he has, he's really talented. He has a really good voice. And his voice is also really unique, which is why I yeah. think he did so well with his, like, solo career. Yeah. Um. Even though he's a meme now, he's still kicking it somehow. <laughs> I feel like so Justin Timberlake. I feel like Justin Timberlake. I didn't really know like the voice he possessed until like the album that had mirrors on, like in like freshman yeah. year mm. of high school. Yeah, the album that, was really good. good. Like yeah, like just that's the whole good. album. Like he was really like in his bag. I would say yeah. Yeah, I I used to listen to just like Cry Me a River like all the time. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good song. That is a good song. And that song that he has a Jay Z. I forget which one it's called, but yeah, he has good stuff for sure, and he's has a good voice. So I put him second. Are you talking about Holy Grail? Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> um, third. Oh my god, who are the other options again? <laughs> Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, uh, Drake, uh, ASAP Rocky. Oh, oh god. Okay, <laughs> I would add, combined last. Combined. I would actually put Drake because. According to some of my Spotify wrapped, I did listen to him a lot for whatever reason. <laughs> so um, I do think he's talented and obviously he has managed to stay relevant for like forever. <laughs> so yeah. um, he has good stuff. His new album is interesting. <laughs> but Speaking of Macy's, that's the Macy's music. <laughs> yeah, Macy's music. Some of them just like don't listen to the lyrics and it'll, you know, go over your head. Yeah. So Drake. ASAP Rocky because like I listen to his stuff. Bad Bunny, unfortunately, at the end because like I don't listen to him that much. But I'm well, sure I hope Jackie doesn't talented. listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm so oh sorry, God. Jackie. Oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do like him, just in this in this scenario. <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough list. It's a tough list. <laughs> Beta, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I would say for all the shit I talk about Drake, I also put him first. I feel like he's artistically like really oh. strong. Plus, plus he's like he was before ASAP, and I think he like helped him come up. So I feel like he deserves to go before ASAP. Mm. Um, yeah, I think another thing I like about Drake is like he made rap more like accessible. Like people who didn't like rap still like listening to Drake, which I don't think you can say about like ASAP or you know some other like mainstream rappers. So I put him first. Yeah. And then number two, I put ASAP. I just like that he has a lot of variety. Like, he has, like, really hard rap. Yeah. And then he has more, like, chill, like, R&B, hip-hop, which I really like. 
And then I put Justin Timberlake just because he was, like, so defining of our, like, childhoods. I feel like I just saw him a lot everywhere. So he was kind of, like, yeah. a symbol of pop for a really long time for me. Um, and then I put Zayn, unfortunately. I think he's really good. I just, like, don't think he's that... <laughs> I don't know. Like Good. he had a couple bangers, but he didn't really like make a presence for himself. He's not like a brand the way yeah. like Harry Styles is. So I put him four, and then I yeah. didn't rank Bad Bunny because I feel like I didn't listen to enough of his music. Thought it would be inappropriate to just throw him to the end. So <laughs> that was it. Oh, uh, but wow. you did. So <laughs> but you did anyway. <laughs> we don't accept it. We don't accept you not ranking him. Right, I'm curated automatic four. Bad Bunny stuff so I can get him. <laughs> Jackie, I know you're listening to this. Send it to us. Thank Thanks, you. Jackie. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Uh, we won't. We won't actually rank the female artists because I think we the other stuff that we might want to talk about to finish off this episode. But I'll just tell you guys the the five female artists that this original question was made. Um, it was I'm trying to remember uh, Beyonce, Shakira, um, Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, oh. and who am I missing? Sure. Beyonce. Oh, I said Beyonce. Already. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna. Rihanna. I, I, I Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna's the last one. That's so tough. Uh, oh my yeah, god. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was rough. That's really hard. Uh, so, one for you guys to think about. Oh, you two and the people listening to the episode. Uh, yeah, be sure to leave a comment on this episode post with your rankings <laughs> so that we can look through all of us. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's at an um, interesting discussion. Thank you. Move on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, me- you mentioned uh, you've been living in SF. How long have you been in SF for now? Me? I've been in San Francisco yeah. since yeah. Um, October. I spent a month in July, but then I officially moved in October. So it's been maybe like eight, ten months, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. How, how's the experience like living on the West Coast away from home so far away? It's been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so far away. <laughs> it's been really fun. I think I didn't get that experience during college. And I think a lot of people did where they were like, oh, this is my first venture out into the real world. Like I have to like do my laundry on my own mm-hmm. for the first time. Like all of that was like so like new and fresh or whatever. And I like didn't have that because I was like literally just two hours south. So I feel like I'm like mm-hmm. re-experiencing all these milestones that I should have had in my like early or like late teens, early 20s. But like for the first time now as like a, yeah. a young adult. So I've had a lot of fun. Um, I really like San Francisco and I don't know if that's because like I actually like San Francisco or I just like being independent and like exploring and stuff. Cause I like tell people like how much I love mm-hmm. it and they're like, SF is like kind of a shit city. Like I don't know. Sure? And, and I'm like, no, like it's amazing. <laughs> so we'll see the next move. I'll, I'll give you the actual assessment on San Francisco. But right now I'm just like enamored. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, I had like a similar experience, just like living out on the West Coast by myself. Like, there's in more, yeah, because I was like at tech, and I mean, I guess I was kind of I was further away from home, but I, I still I feel like I was still de- dependent on like my roommates to a certain point, mm-hmm. and like, but now like, I, and when I was at Stanford, I was living by myself, um, and like just like that independence was like a really like I thought it was gonna be a really bad experience, but it was actually really nice. Like, I feel like I learned a lot about myself, and like I felt more confident in my abilities to look after myself, which I wasn't <laughs> going good. into it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Emily, you also moved out uh, and live with Emmy now. Um, how has that experience been for you? Yeah, um, it's actually interesting. I feel like I'm the opposite of what Vito's experiencing, where. <laughs> It's like I it's been really nice to just like move out and like kind of like feel like I'm on my own again. But I think like um, 
I guess like what I'm struggling with is like I still feel very close to home yeah. in mm-hmm. a way. Like I'm still close to my parents. I'm still, you know, probably very close to like random high school people I don't want to see. <laughs> like, there's just like a lot of people yeah. in like Northern Virginia. So it kind of also because like, I feel like the, the beauty of college was like kind of feeling like you're in a completely new place, new environment. But like now that I'm back in Northern Virginia, I, I kind of feel like, uh, like it's like the same bubble. Um, not that I don't appreciate having all my friends and like family. Jackie's here, just punching the screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jackie. <laughs> uh, no, but it's like it, I think it's just like hard when you kind of feel like you've been in, in, in an area for a long time yeah. and like there's no real opportunity for change. So mm-hmm. I've loved being in Arlington and like even having like a cat and whatnot, mm-hmm. but it just it still doesn't feel like new or right yeah. which is i don't know yeah. weird but it's fine i'll, I'll get out of here someday <laughs> do you think there are any like surprises that you experienced after moving out that you didn't expect to either her on or emily um, any surprises yeah like what living on your own like in a real house in the real world would be like that like, <laughs> <Real> wasn't <laughs> like not a <laughs> shitty dorm that like a landlord is overcharging you for <laughs> That's a good question. Wait, would you say you're not overcharged in SF? Mm, okay, it's not for the topic. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it's been like the experience of actually having to take care of myself. If, like, especially with like grocery shopping, mm. and, like making food. Like when I was living at home, like, I definitely have the privilege of like my mom making some of that for me or at least having like food stocked in the fridge that I could just easily you know, do myself. And like, when we were in college, like I still had like a meal plan. So it was like easy for me to do that. Um, But now I think when I've been on my own, like it's I have to like plan a day to go do all my grocery shopping to go do all my chores. And then I have to like make sure I have time in the day to like prep stuff and like cook it. And sometimes that's like a lot because like we're like working and stuff. So I think like the process of like being a human and needing to take care of myself by myself has been like, a journey for sure so i guess that's like a surprise <laughs> yeah um i guess for me it's kind of related it's just like the amount of time it takes to meal prep <laughs> like i mean like i'm sure if you experience like for me it was like the first time really meal prepping I, in college like i started to meal prep towards like the end of senior year um but even then i was meal prepping was like harsh and christian um uh, uh and like at that point, like, Christian was, like, the only one that actually ever cooked. So, like, he was pretty much just, like, telling us what to do. And, like, he was, like, doing the main stuff. And they were just, like, helping, like, prepare, like, a certain shit. So, like, it was, it was like, an even easier job for me and Harsha. Um, but then, like, when I, when I came to California, I was, like, it was just all me trying to meal prep for myself. So, it's, like, having to do everything. And, like, it's, it's not even that much when, like, you really think about it. But, like, the first time, I was, like, oh, my God, it's a lot of time. But I totally got the hang of it. Um, but the thing is, like, I meal prep. But I only meal prep for, like half my meal the rest of like i was still like eating like campus food so like mm-hmm. i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna do when i like <laughs> actually have to like <laughs> live in the real world and like have a job like how do you like how do you meal prep like two different meals like for the week uh it's just i don't know i guess we'll cross that yeah, bridge I, once I we still get don't there know. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's like the worst part of adulthood is having to figure out what to eat three times a day like you go through yeah. all the effort to like get a meal and then you're like hungry three hours later and you're like you're fucking kidding me like oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> Trin, how was experience living at home? It's amazing, man. I can't say enough <laughs> good things about it, bro. Rub Family's it good. Food's good. Bed's good. 
The dream, really. Do you like the comfort though? Like, do you do you want to challenge yourself and move somewhere else? Oh no, yeah, I absolutely want to go uh, soon. Um, but like, I think a lot of people they're like, oh, you still live at home, or they have some sort of like mentality like that. And I'm just like, bro, like this is the best thing ever. Like, I don't have to pay rent. I get great food. I can actually like, spend time with my family. Um, like, I would say the only thing is like it's harder to like have like a social life i guess but like even still it's like not that bad um especially nowadays where like like everyone's like working to the week right so like you're only going to see your friends on your on the weekend anyway usually so yeah. it's like that's when i have like more time to like cut out um and and like make the make more effort to go see people which is fine with me um for like i guess like what i'm having in return you know yeah um so yeah i'm chilling yeah but I do, yeah, I do want to challenge myself, yeah. That's an interesting point you make, because I feel like, I don't know, I, like this conce- I always have this conception, like, um, but people that live in the city, that, like, on, like, I understand your point, like, you're free on the weekend, so that's when you make your plans, but I feel like, mm-hmm. in the city, like, if you're, like, in the city on, like, on a weeknight, like, Peter, do you, like, make plans on the weeknight, or do you just, like, you should just come home and, like, do your own thing? I used to, especially, like, usually, like, like to- when I first moved, I would literally have plans, like, every single day, because I was, like just trying to like meet as many people as possible. So I would say yes to everything. So like yeah. someone would be like, Oh, yeah. come over for like wine and like game night. I'm like, okay, sure. Come over for taco night. I'm like, okay, sure. Come to like this happy hour bar. Okay, sure. <laughs> but after a certain point you get like really burned out. And like, even though you have like the mm-hmm. potential of like getting to go places during the week, like you just want to like do your thing, do your routine until you get to like Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, and then you can actually start having fun. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I feel like it would be really easy to burn yourself out, like, if you, like, move to a city. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, that pressure that you, like, you don't want to just, like, move to a city and just, like, stay in your apartment. Like, what's the point then? Yeah, but exactly. But you need a, you need a balance. Yeah. Bit of, like, stimulus overload for sure. Yeah. So where would you guys w- want want to move next if given the opportunity? Like, where's where'd your eyes set on? <laughs> um, I keep saying New York, so maybe if I say it on this podcast, it'll actually come true. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this episode's released, people. Emily will be in New York. Confirmed. <laughs> oh, God. That's a little too soon. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like, I mean, that, I feel like that's just kind of, like, a lot of people, like, the basic dream of, like, wanting to be there. But, like, that was definitely something that I thought of when I was younger. Um, but also because I, like, lived in Colorado and, like, that was, like, the only city I yeah. like, knew of. So, <laughs> Um, I always, like, wanted to just, like, try it out and see, so at least I can, like, say that I did it, but, yeah, so hopefully that that's where I'm going next. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun. I have, like, such mixed feelings about New York, because I feel like it's so incompatible with my personality, but if all my friends move there, like, in an instant, I'd be like, all right, I'll see you there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. if, like, I had to move by myself somewhere, I would probably just, like, keep exploring California, like, I might go to, like, San Diego or LA or something. Oh, San Diego was nice. Yeah. Like, super low-key and, like, still nice. Yeah. What about you guys? I'm trying to go to New York. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to go to Austin, honestly. I've heard a lot of good things. I don't know if I just want to go for a vacation or live there, but, like, I think either would be nice. Like, it's a pretty young crowd there. I could see um, you in Austin, you know? You have a very Austin vibe. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> also that would mean that i'm closer to the f1 annual f1 race in austin so i can let's hope go eventually get <laughs> <laughs> um but i'd also like a part of me is like i'd be so down to like live 
and like internationally somewhere. I don't know. It would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, um, I really liked Vancouver. Apparently it's super expensive over there, so maybe not there. But like, I don't know, maybe somewhere in Canada, England. I don't know. I would want to go see Australia again. Just have a random like urge mm-hmm. to go see Australia. <laughs> <laughs> see all the Asian people yeah. there. Yeah, all the Asian people there. <laughs> I could definitely see her on living abroad, so yeah. you should do it. Gonna you are a broad person. person. Abroad, I'm a broad person. <laughs> go to go live in England so Troon can live out his Anglo. What is it called? What? Anglo. Anglo Saxon dreams. Anglo Saxon. Yeah, in it. Yeah, good. What's the, what's the word when you're obsessed with British people? Ah, uh, I forgot. We talked about this in week. Uh, I don't know. Is there Ang- is it Anglophile or something? Like Anglophile. Yeah. Or <laughs> Anglophile. Yeah. In Anglophile. Oh Dude, God. I would love for my kid to have a British accent. <laughs> Dude, oh, so, so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you just like just make your ch- child grow up in England for a couple of years and then move back here. Why well, England, man? Just to... just leave him with me or leave him or her with me for a while, and then you know they'll get it. Oh, get it from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just go around saying, "In it, bruv. In it, bruv. <laughs> mate, 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 mate." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Speaking of the UK, um, there was recently a trial there, maybe a few years back, and there was a second portion to that trial. Here in the U.S., the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard <laughs> case. <laughs> uh, I know, Emily, we, we talked about this briefly before, but I'd love to know your thoughts about it. Oh, <laughs> wow, this is- <laughs> well, it's also very topical because, you know, the, the trial happened in Virginia, of course. Yes, yes. We are. Uh, Emily three of, three of the four it. of us are in Virginia. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah, Emily was front seat, front seat, yeah. court, front oh court seat. God. She was the judge, actually. <laughs> she was the judge. <laughs> so you want to hear just my general thoughts? Yeah. And you can okay. pop off as well. I know you're popping off before. Uh, uh, well, I think when I first heard about it, like, I definitely was like, oh, I think like an important thing from this is like to bring awareness to, you know, abuse that can happen to men. Cause I do definitely think that that goes, you know, under the radar a lot and it's definitely not talked about as much as it should be. And so that's kind of just like the mentality I had. So even when the, when like the case first started in Virginia, I was just like, Oh, like whatever, like, you know, we should side with Johnny, blah, blah, blah. But then as I, like, I honestly like didn't try to keep up with the case. Like I unfortunately just got so many TikToks about it. And just so many like opinions on through the internet. And so I guess like I actually kind of felt more inclined to hear both sides of the stories because I think more often than not, you also do hear that like, you know, women's stories are often like you know, looked down upon. And yeah. in this case, it was very severe where like people were literally like making memes about her and shitting on her. And so like the more that I thought about it, I was like this, you know, regardless of like what really happened, like it just sounded terrible on both sides, but mm-hmm. it's just like really sad to see how much like shit people are giving like Amber Heard. And I think to me, what was scary is that there's already like a problem with like people not believing women in general. Yeah. And so whether or not she was telling the truth or not, it just like sucked that this was just going to add on to that. Um, and so um, something I read about recently, which 
kind of comes from this is like the case between Marilyn Manson and Evan Rachel Woods. It's the same shit where like he is like suing her for defamation for like, you know, accusing him of like all these horrible things. And there's like so many gross people on the internet being like, oh, like, you know, she's friends with um, Amber Heard. Like she sucks. She's a liar. And just so many people jumping to that conclusion when like no one knows the full story. And I think it's just these like toxic relationships and abusive relationships that does happen for both sides. Like it's just like really sad that it kind of got sensationalized the way that it did. And was like all over TikTok, all over the internet, people claiming to think that they're like lawyers analyzing (laughs) it. And so, yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, yeah, like sucked for both of them. But like, I think it's just like really scary that it's just like another thing for people to use against women and even men, maybe in the future to just be like, Oh, like they're just lying. Yeah. Yeah, like, the more and more... Like, I didn't, like, watch that much of, like, the trial, but of what I watched, I was, like, scarred. Like, the stuff I was hearing, like, they were just, like, just such a toxic relationship between the two of them. And, like, like even though Johnny was a victim, like, Amber was also a victim, I feel like. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a lot of, like, just, like, bad stuff going between the two of them. And, yeah, like, basically what Emily was saying, like, it, it felt like going in, like, there was a lot, like, everyone's like, oh, like, Johnny's innocent. And, like, the more I watched, I was like, I thought I would expected more people to be, like, okay, like... To, like, have the same conclusion that I got, like, where it's, like, both these people are in the wrong here. Like, let's not, like, show you to them. Like, let's just, like, let it be. And, but, like, the more I, like, was on TikTok and, like, reading on Twitter, like, the more people, the more defense I saw for Johnny and, like, the more attack on Amber's character. And it's just, like, it's just, like, kind of sad to see that, like, people didn't really, like, like, I guess, I mean, maybe, like, they were watching the trial and that's the conclusion they came to. But even if they were, like... It's, it's just a shitty situation um and yeah i really hope it doesn't discourage people from like speaking out on these abusive relationships because it's a really like a really lonely situation to be in like you feel like you're trapped and you don't know who to talk to and like especially if you like come out and see all this like flack that amber's getting like i'm sure you're gonna like be too scared to speak out um so yeah really unfortunate yeah another parallel i can think of is all the stuff with elizabeth holmes and her company theranos it's, like, the same thing where, like, one bad egg can reflect poorly on, like, all women. And now it's, like, the next woman who wants to start a business or something, she needs to be careful to, like, not look like, you know, the the one role model that, like, women had of, like, starting businesses. Because, like, she was an example of, like, someone who didn't um, really have, like, moral character to be able to do that. So I think it's, like, the same yeah. thing with, like, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. But, yeah, I feel like it's also just another example of, like, classic cancel culture of, like, people just, like, want to take a side and express their opinion and just, like, watch someone, watch someone's, like, downfall, essentially. And it's, like, crazy how much power people have in masses when, like, each individual, like, doesn't really have that much power. But, like, when everyone on TikTok is talking about it and everyone on Twitter is talking about it and they're all taking the same side, suddenly, like, that feels like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that heavily. And I think another thing is like a lot of where we put our opinions and stuff obviously is like social media, right? And on social media nowadays, if you have an opinion, you're just going to be shown more of that opinion basically. So there's like not very much opportunity I feel like for people to even like hear the other side. That's why like when you hear about these like – what are those people? Like QAnon, like those weird ass like Trump supporters that are like almost a part of like a cult. Like, all their information is, like, from Facebook, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, God sent this guy named Q to, like, tell us to invade, um, you know, the, the capital or whatever, all this crazy, crazy shit. And it's like, there's somebody that's, like, basically, like, 
sending out like some weird Facebook posts on their wall to like basically, I don't know, manipulate these guys in some sort of weird way. I don't know what kind of, I don't know why, but like, that's just like how I feel like everything gets echoed and, and blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a super good point. I kind of like forgot about like the algorithms are so specific now. Like if you're on like that side, like mm-hmm. you're probably bound to see like stuff like that. Cause like I, I get that a lot on TikTok too, where sometimes like you, it's like everything that I see is so like pertained, like yeah. curated yeah. for me. Like I can't imagine if I'm like someone who just believes like the complete opposite. Like they definitely see some like different yeah. shit. Like, yeah. That. Oh oh, like even like on any app like twitter and instagram now like they're like they're just like forcing suggested posts like down your fucking like yeah. like yeah. Putting my whole timeline to suggested posts these days and i'm like i don't want to stop <laughs> leave me alone yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so what are you doing to fix that at meta um, <laughs> i do have friends working on like content integrity so making sure like the stuff that is on facebook is like high quality and like not mm-hmm. inflammatory and stuff like that but um i am unfortunately not involved i did start a new team this week though so i'll be working with creator monetization which i think is super cool oh that's dope oh, nice. yeah i'm about to make oh, creators God. money so it'll be great <laughs> can you monetize my account <laughs> <laughs> send me your profile girl i got you <laughs> It's only on Instagram Reels. Oh my god! <laughs> Not TikTok, no, I'm on I the Facebook the app. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, it is pretty sad because like working for a social media company, you can like see a lot of like really good stories that come out of having voices be amplified because like people who like don't have a voice in the first place like suddenly have a platform and like people can share and like and whatever it is and like get people help and bring people together and like all that like you know gooey stuff that like makes you feel great but like there's like the flip side of the coin where like that same power can be amplified for people who like don't have opinions that are conducive to you know a happy society and all of that yeah yeah i remember when we all just posted squares to instagram and went about our happy days (laughs) (laughs) yeah like my status for truth is so innocent (laughs) <laughs> like my stand for sure. Yeah. Like for TBH, yeah, right? Yeah. Simpler times. <laughs> Bring those back. Bring those back. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, I think that's a somewhat positive and uh, interesting topic to end on for this episode. We want, definitely want to thank uh, Bita and Emily for coming on today. Um, we ran pretty late this time. I feel like an hour and a half. That's usually longer than we run. So it's definitely a good conversation. Um, definitely check them out on all of their social medias, which we will link so that Emily can get her sponsorship from Meta. Um, <laughs> before we end, is there anything that you guys want to plug as a message um, or anything that you want to say, anything at all? Just want to say thanks for having us. This is a lot of fun. It's my first time on the podcast. So I, I really enjoyed it. Let's go. <laughs> yes thank you for having me for a third time always appreciate <laughs> getting to be on the podcast and getting to talk with you guys with some very good interesting discussions and honored to be on it with one of my longest virginia friends and best friend basically so oh. yeah thank you love you emily <laughs> i love you too <laughs> so wholesome yeah way too wholesome, like, yeah. Way too wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so um be sure to check us out on instagram at an interesting discussion we're also on all platforms where you can get a podcast that's spotify youtube apple music soundcloud hulu 
Um, <laughs> Netflix deal is in the works. We'll get there. And then uh, lastly, yeah, Vita's putting us on Facebook Reels. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's going to be it for today. But yeah, keep in tune, in check with our podcast for the next episodes of Summer Sessions. They're going to be really good. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.